Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the official Choose Life podcast. I know we've been away for a couple of weeks. That's just because we've been just recuperating, resting for everything that's taking place. It is a big weekend at my church, so we're getting ready for so much to take place uh, this weekend. Kind of like the Super Bowl for the churches, but for the most part, I've been really working on myself. Um, just incorporating all the things that we've been talking about throughout this season number one. And so to conclude this season number one, um, I really want to talk about pacing yourself. And when I talk about pacing is like understanding that we're running a race. And as we dive into today's episode, I really think it's so important that we talk about what race are we called to run in a sense, like, what does the Bible say about running a race? Because there is a scripture in the Bible where it talks about, you know, running a race, you know. And so if you have, you know, a Bible or something, 1 Corinthians 9.24, and it reads like this. It says, run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in a game goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly, and I don't fight like a man beating the air. And that's 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And what I love about this scripture is it's talking about running a race. And for a lot of us, what we end up doing is we find ourselves, you know, we I had a podcast recently about catching your second wind and learning how to breathe again and understanding the different, tra- different traumas that you're experiencing. And as we've dived into these different aspects of life and understanding the soul, the body, the mind, health in a sense when it comes to decision making i felt like it was necessary to have this conversation to wrap up this season of learning the pace of grace learning and understanding that some people may be running while others may be walking and when others may be crawling and understanding that and allowing yourself to have enough grace to say okay god are we running right now or do you need me to walk so that I can go through this season and see the things that you're trying to get out of me? And I think many of us, and what we end up doing is we think life's all about running. We are running so fast that we honestly just are too busy to miss moments. We miss all these moments that God is trying to get us to see. God is trying to get us to understand, but we're so busy looking at so many other things within our life. And so I want to talk about when it comes to running this race by God, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about your potential. And I also want to talk about your purpose. Because in order to run, you have to have a goal. And that's your purpose, right? And but as you're running, you always are striked with your potential. And so there's this story that I want to talk about. It's, it's kind of like uh, the parable of the talents. And the reason I want to talk about the parable of the talents, you might say, well, this has nothing to do with, you know, running a race or a pace for grace. But I actually believe that there is something to learn from this story. So um, this is just going to be based out of, you know, the Bible. Again, it's Luke chapter 9, verse 11 through 27. And uh, it just goes like this. It says, while they were listening, he went off to tell them a parable in Jerusalem. And the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. And he said, a man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself an appointed king and then to return. So he called 10 of his servants and gave them 10 mites, or they say two, 10 talents. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. 
but his subjects hated him and sent delegation after him to say, we don't want this man to be our king. He was our king, however, and when he returned, then he sent his servants whom he had given the money to in order to find out what they had gained. The first one came and said, sir, your, your talent has earned 10 more. Well done, my good and faithful servant, he replied, because you have been trustworthy in the very small matter, take charge over 10 cities. The second came and said, sir, your talent had earned five more. His master said, you take charge of five cities, good and well, faithful servant. Then the, the other servant came and said, sir, here is your one talent. I have kept it and I laid it away in, the, in a piece of cloth for I was afraid of you. Because you are a hard man and you take out what you did not put in and reap what you did not sow. His master replied, I will judge you by your words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I was a hard man taking out I did not what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow. Why then didn't you put my money on the deposit so that when I came back, I have collected it with interest? So... Let's break down this parable of the talents. Because what I believe about these two servants, one of them had 10, one of them had five. These two knew their purpose. They knew that they had to make an earning from that. They knew they had to double it. Well, the last servant, the wicked servant, the lazy servant, the one that gets all the bad rep, he was actually the one that had potential but he didn't know his purpose. He didn't know the purpose of his talent. And many times within our lives is we find ourselves having so many great things God gives us. It can be a talent. It can be a gift. It can be, you know, you can sing, you can rap, you can dance, you can preach, you can, you can study real well. You have education behind you, all these things, right? And it's so good. We have all these things, but it's like, do we know the purpose of these things and what they serve within our lives? And what I would like to suggest is if we don't know the purpose, what ends up happening is we fall into the pit of potential. We fall into the, the pit of it's only good if it ends up like this. And we live in a fantasy of like, man, well, one day I'll be this or one day I'll, I'll, I'll find love or one day I'll become the greatest of the goats. You know, I'll be the greatest of all times. And one day I'll, I'll arrive on, on where I was trying to go, the pinnacle of my career. And we live in this fable of potential. And unfortunately, potential is not real. Potential is a word we have created that actually distances us, us from our purpose. And what we find within the scriptures, these two other servants they didn't live from potential, but they lived with purpose. They said, this is what I've been given. Let me put this to work. So I want you to think about your life and think about the things God has given you. And as we talk about the race, right? We talk about what God has set before us. Are we putting those things to work? Or are we just living on potential? Are we living on what we could be or could not accomplish? I believe that if we're running at a pace of grace, what we will find and what we'll understand is that there's actually room for you to live out your purpose in this time frame. I know what you're saying. 2021 is crazy. Purpose has been lost. People are just scrambling to make ends meet. And trust me, I know how that feels. But the greatest thing of all is even in the midst 
of these challenging times, using what God has given you to run this race. What talent did God give you? What did what did you receive that you were saying, man, this really can change my life, but also can change others? I want us to challenge us as we take a, a longer break than usual from this podcast. Use those things. Take initiative. Move upon your purpose, not your potential, because your potential will always stay potential until you maximize and then you become purpose. You have purpose within life. And so I just wanted to give a special word because I really believe that there's a lot of us that are, I know for me that we may be questioning ourselves and like, well, what's the purpose of life? Or, you know what I mean? Like asking all these, you know, crazy questions. But what I really do believe is I believe we don't need to worry too much about what our end goal is going to be. Like what, what is, what is it that we're actually going to become or achieve? I think what's so important now is what do we have in front of us and how can we use that to to utilize our purpose? So I just encourage every single person that's listening that not to, you know, live off of potential, but to activate your purpose within your life. And last but not least, what I want to do is I want to talk about Jesus a little bit. I want to talk about Jesus because he's the greatest example of living out your purpose and not falling in the pit of potential. And the reason why I say that is because when Jesus, we're approaching Good Friday, and when Jesus hung upon the cross, he was there. He had all the potential to call down the angels to release him from the cross. He had all the potential to remove Caesar and to overthrow his kingdom. He had all the potential to shake the earth and to bring himself from this, this you know, weak image of a man upon a cross. But you know what I find so encouraging in his words that he said on the cross where he said, it is finished. What was finished? Not his potential. He didn't act upon his potential. He said, it is finished. His purpose, what he came to do on this earth was finished. It was it, it was completed. He did exactly what no man, he was the lamb that was slain for the sins of humanity. And because of that, because he understood, you know, he had all the potential to do all of these other crazy things, but he understood his purpose. And that's what makes the cross so powerful. It's not that it's a representation of death. It's a representation of God's purpose upon humanity's life. The the purpose of salvation, redemption, of just the, the ability for God to become man and to fill the pain that we feel. So he lived within his purpose. But see, many people spend their lives trying to fulfill their potential that they actually miss their purpose. And that's so special about Jesus is that in within 33 years of his life, three years he was intentionally doing ministry. And instead of just focusing on what could be done and all these great things that, you know, a lot of them wanted to see Jesus do, which was like overthrow the government, get into politics. That's what they wanted Jesus to become as a politician. They wanted him to overthrow Caesar. They thought the kingdom of God was going to be through the line of a politician of power. 
But God understood his purpose. Jesus understood why he came to this earth. He came to this earth not to be served, but to serve. And so the beauty of understanding your purpose can take three years to change the world upside down, to flip it upside down, and to cause one of the greatest movements within this history of mankind, which is the Jesus movement, which is, you know, Jesus himself. It took him only three years. Why? Because he understood his, his purpose. So as we're living our pace, as we're moving on towards what God has for us, as we're doing that, remember, it's not about what you can do. We can do so much. We can live out our greatest lives. Don't get me wrong. Live your best life. It's not about what we can do. It's about what we're actually doing. And when you're honest with yourself and say, you know what? I might be doing too much in this moment to inquire that potential i need to just live out my purpose what is the area what is the focus what is the focal point that god is trying to get me to focus on right now do that and i promise you that everything that you wish for will come to pass because for some of us we're still questioning our destiny we're questioning what god really called us to do on this earth and it's so ironic that we usually take that destiny and we say well what's our purpose but your purpose is what you're doing continue to do that and if it's not the thing it would lead to the thing but it's so important that we live that out within our lives we take the parable of the talents we take you know what i mean the the the, the story of the cross and jesus dying on the cross and we look at all these different areas of where it could have gone because of potential but where it happened because of the purpose that god had within his life and within the life of us so like i said my encouraging word here today is run at the pace god is calling you to run for some of you god's calling you to begin to crawl just open your word just begin to say affirmations over your life you may not even be spiritual i just want to encourage you to talk good to yourself. Don't talk yourself down. Don't stay in that victimized mentality. There's so many things so negative around this world. This last thing you need is for you to be negative to yourself. So really take time to encourage yourself. Tell yourself you're doing a great job because you are. If you're listening to this podcast, that shows you want to grow, whether it's spiritually, whether it's physically, whether it's mentally within your soul. If you're listening to this, that shows that you want to grow. So pat yourself on the back and give yourself a kudos for actually wanting to grow. That's the first step. That's like crawling. And then you get to walking. And walking is living out consistently what you said you are and what you're doing. So if you said you're going to go to the gym at 6 o'clock, walking is going to the gym at 6 o'clock. If you said you're going to read your Bible and you're going to read your word, and you and, and, and walking is continuously reading your, your word. And then you get to a place of jogging because I don't believe life's supposed to be a sprint. I don't believe that we're supposed to just run a mile with God. I think the race that God is calling us to run is a marathon. Christianity is a marathon. It's not a race. It's not a fast competition who can get the most accolades while living here on earth. But I believe it's, it's actually just who can live out the life Christ called him to live consistently, knowing the word of God, living in that word, 
And so when it comes to jogging or running for the Lord, I think that consists of perseverance, perseverance through trials, as we talked about in another pod in another episode. You know, it's understanding the healing of your own trauma. It's 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 moving on from that, moving towards healing, moving towards love, moving towards forgiveness. These are the things that we as 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 you run for God, these are the things that happen. You activate your purpose. You activate the things that God wants to do within your life and people start noticing you. People start noticing your walk with God and they say, man, this person is serious about this. They're serious about their commitments. They're not just, they didn't just do it for a couple of days. They didn't just do it for a couple of weeks, but they're actually living out what they said they're going to do. And that's a powerful thing because that's what we find in the, in the story of Jesus, a man that just did not talk it, but he lived it. And he lived it all the way up to the grave and, and towards resurrection. So I encourage you this week is Easter week, right? What can we do looking forward past this, right? Let's look towards what we can offer to God, which is not our potential. I want to say this, and I just want to just key on this one last thing before I let you go. God's not interested in your potential, I want to say that God's not interested in your potential. He's not interested in it. He honestly, I would even say he's, he, in a sense, it doesn't get him excited about your life. Because because God is, is, is omnipotent. He knows all things. He knows the future and the past and the present. So he's not interested in your potential. He's interested in your purpose. He's interested in what you're doing right now. Because whatever it is you're doing, you may you may honestly feel like a failure, like we talked earlier about in the season, about failure and regret. He's interested in that too. He's interested on in how you recover from that heartbreak, how you recover from church hurt, how you recover from life, how you bounce back from death. I think God's more interested in that than he is about you becoming the next New York Times bestseller or becoming the next, you know, certified person on Instagram or have 10,000 followers on TikTok. I think he's a lot more concerned with the way you're going to react to your coworker today because they've rubbed you the wrong way or because they may have said something. How are you going to react to that? That is what God is more concerned about. The big things, he said, I'll take care of those things for you. Focus on the talents that I've given you. For when he comes back, he's going to want a return. And as 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 people of, of the people that we are called to be, we have to give them a return. Whether it's crawling, walking, or running, we have to run a race and we have to finish. So many of my, of my friends and family and you know people that have finished the race this year, they finished the race, and more than ever, it's being put into perspective how much pace do we actually need to run. When you know the pace, the tempo God is calling you to run, we need to understand it's not about a quick fix life. It's not about, oh, if I can just get here, if I could just do this. No, it's actually about slowing down a little and saying, you know what? What is it that God's trying to do now within my life? I think as we do these things, we're going to see a brighter future for us, for our families, and for our generation.
And so I just encourage you as this this season comes to a wrap, um, next season is actually going to be really exciting. I have a couple of friends that you know have done great things with their lives that I'm going to have on the podcast. Might have a couple of them that were already on the podcast return to speak uh, because I, I did see that a lot of you guys had questions in regards to to some of their testimonies. And so I want to be able to continue to, to provide a place where you can grow. Um, like I said, this isn't a uh, podcast that's you know strictly for certain people. It's, it's honestly just a free round place where you can really be encouraged to be enlightened and just really just learn more about choosing life above all else. I believe we all are given this opportunity to live for a reason, to live in your purpose. So let's go into season two expecting. I'm so excited to keep up with me on social media. Follow me on Instagram at Johnny David Garcia. Follow me on Facebook for some of the videos that, that we've posted previously. Um, and just leave a review. Let me know how you liked this first season because I hope that you enjoyed what was taking place within our lives. We're going to make some switches. We're going to see what, what works, what didn't, take some evaluations and continue. But we're probably going to do this once a week. Um, as I just wanted to get the first episode out there, the biggest thing when it comes to starting a podcast, if you're wondering start your own, is starting. That's the hardest thing to do. Getting the ball rolling, that's easy. That stuff comes as it goes. But starting is always the hardest part. So we started. First season is in the books. We will be going into season two coming up shortly. So thank you so much. I'm looking for maybe like a month break, if that and then we'll jump right back into the podcast. But don't forget to leave a review, share this as we go back into a season of rest, holiness, and just honoring the Sabbath. So thank you so much for listening to, to tonight's episode, uh, whether you're listening in the day, at work, wherever you are, maybe. Thank you so much. Leave a review. I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys in a couple of months. All right. God bless you.